But it happened to Trubisky. Mm-hmm. He, he took three snaps at least. Oh, he did? He's two for three. Maybe he got lost on the way. <laughs> This is recording now? Yeah. Okay, so what I'm talking about right now is actually recording? Yeah. Uh, okay. That's how that works. <laughs> it's good to know. Speaking to microphone. So much for uh, plausible deniability. Nope. Yep. <laughs> huh. All right, welcome back to another episode of Brews, Booze, and Reviews. This is your neighbor, Knox. What's going on, everybody? Hi there. Hi. With me today, Big Earn. That's me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and? Also. And you're correct. It is Big Earn. Or who right. am I? I'm Chris. Hey, Chris. Pleased to meet you. And uh, Chef Kevin is busy at uh, the Brewbird today, kicking some ass. Whipping up some uh, Bird? chicken sandwiches. I, mean, wh- I went yep. to Brewbird Soft Open. I don't know if I told you about that. No, but, you didn't. Yeah. But yeah, did their soft opening uh, maybe a couple weeks ago or whatever, but damn delicious chicken sandwiches. Well, that's when and we they, stopped by and bugged them a little bit in the Dude, kitchen. and they're, they have Brussels sprouts there as well that mm-hmm. are fucking killer, killer side. I need to make it there. Yeah, it's it was damn damn good. Chicken Not too sandwiches. many people uh, like too Brussels big. sprouts, but I think I've, <laughs> good ones I've had have been really fun. Good. Their but chicken sandwiches are so big, I literally I couldn't really get my mouth around it, so I just said screw it through the top by the way and ate it with a knife and fork because I'm fucking classy. <laughs> You're classy like that. <laughs> classy AF. <laughs> <laughs> Pinky up. Well, uh, this week, uh, Ernie and I went to the October Fest. That was downtown in Fargo today or yesterday. Uh, it started yeah. at eleven a.m., eleven forty-five a.m. at Cowboy Jacks. There did the official kickoff, um, kegging a beer and tapping it, and then um, yeah, like the old school wood one, right? They like pound in the spigot. To I the think side. so. Yeah. I think yeah. Oh, did they count how many times it took them to hammer sweet. the? No, that's licked in? to a lollipop. Oh. <laughs> a one, a, a two, two, a three, <laughs> three. All right, no, no. Uh, but no, it was fun. Uh, we went to a few places. Uh, the first place that we went to, well, first of all, I had to work the Red River Market, uh, the last one of the of the season for uh, Prairie Brothers, selling some beers, slinging some beers. It was fun. Got to hang out with some cool neighbors, talked to uh, Bear Creek Winery, uh, Winery, Sean. He was there. We chatted. And I was next to Sue at uh, Prairie Rose Meadery as well. Yeah. Got to, got to sample their newest one. It's, I spent uh, some money there. Yep, <laughs> I bought some mead yesterday. I I need to try them so bad. Oh, oh, it was so good. They had they just got a new red grape one with with just tannins galore in, in the mead. It tasted so great. Yeah, I bought a bottle of traditional, uh, the regular honey one, which mm-hmm. is like my favorite. I bought a maple one, which is kind of sweet, and then a tri- hmm, you triple berry think maple would right? be that sweet. No. <laughs> Well, when I lick it off, when I lick it off the trees, it's not that sweet. <laughs> oh, jeez! No, I actually want to make it out to the meadery and yeah, I haven't made it tr- out there either. Try them out. December fifteenth, we're gonna be out there, fellas. Nice. I know. I'm, I'll be there. Sweet. All right. Um, um, yeah, I uh, got to see one of my uh, dear old friend. Uh, well, she's not old, but she's an old friend that I've known since I lived in Bismarck years ago, Teresina. Um, her and her husband, Jerry, own the Steep Me a Cup of Tea. Yes. Oh. They have a store in Bismarck, and they opened one out here a couple of years ago. And they're down there every weekend for the Red River Market. So it's nice to see her. Yeah. So if you want they some al- tea, yeah, check Steep them Me out. a Cup of Tea for sure. They also uh, they also give uh, Don over at Prairie Brothers some, some high concentration tea to put in his beers. No. So I know what two teas he's getting this season for his two beers he's going to be doing. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> Dude, look at you stealing secrets. Stealing secrets. <laughs> well, hopefully it turns out. Collusion. Good. There was no collusion. <laughs> I don't think so. No, no. So you guys did the Oktoberfest in yes. downtown yesterday? Yeah, we went our first. Yeah, so after the Red River Market, we went, uh, we hooked up and we went to the VFW because it's right off the fucking, you know, the parking garage there and uh, hung out there. We had the... Uh, what is it called? Wine Stefaner? Uh, yes. Yep. Wine, <laughs> yeah, wine Stefan beer. Wine Stefaner. Wine Stefaner. Yes. Okay. Yes. So we had there, we first stopped, we had and the, I'm German. the 15, 16 <laughs> Keller beer. Uh, we had the original Hellas over at, um, at Fort Knox. 
that we had the original? No, that was a uh, Fort Knox. No, was that was worse beer hall. French near Weiss, Weissen beer. Okay. There, uh, and then we had uh, my favorite one was the Spaten, and that one is the Spaten Munchen, and from uh, nineteen oh seven is is uh, the brewery. It's brewed in spring for the biggest folk festival in the world. Countless Oktoberfest visitors are thrilled with this beer every year. Every sip is as special as the Oktoberfest itself with its unmistakably tasty taste. It's um, a 5.9 ABV. They describe the taste of it as tasty. Tasty taste. Well, it is a translation from the Denmark website. Wordsmith. <laughs> <laughs> we never I, know. I wish I could have made it to that yesterday. That oil is really oily. Yep. That beer is really beer. That's like we said that I can twice. Taste my beer. <laughs> yeah, this beer tastes like beer. We said I said that twice yesterday. It was fun. Um, and then we ended up uh, going to Fort Knox, and then we went to Reuters for one, and then Forty Six North, North Pints and Provisions, and then uh, called it a day. Just about literally. Sure, <laughs> we wanted to make sure we were able to get home. Right. Like, what was know, your being, What was your favorite beer? You yeah. said Spot. Yeah, mine was a Spot in October. How about you, Ernie? That was the only one I didn't have because there was a miscommunication with the waitress inside. I didn't realize it was on tap outside. Yeah, at the in wolf the middle festival, of that yep. whole Wolf Fest thing with all the dogs. And cool. that was fucking. Cool that was too. cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, I liked the one at Fort Knox or the one at Forty Six North. I think forty six north was the really it was the darker one. The darker one, yeah. And that one, me, you didn't write it down. I didn't. know. You didn't Ernie. have the notes at that time. Unbelievable! I, was, I always see anytime I, I see Ernie duty. drinking beer somewhere, he's writing in his notebook. <laughs> yeah, he usually does. He Actually, does read. It's, it was the Roundhouse. Job, I did not see him writing in his notebook. No, it was the Roundhouse Oktoberfest, and they're from Brainerd, Minnesota. Actually, that's what the house beer we had over at forty six north was. Oh, okay, that was that really strong one. Uh, it was very malty. I had to work yesterday, or else I would have. I really wanted to get down there too to try out some of those different, uh, you know, more German traditional beers. But sadly, once I got off work, they were kind of all of it was all done. They were yeah, all done having the Oktoberfest. So I just slugged down a healthy amount of Morgan diets. <laughs> I, was... I drank responsibly, at least for a while. You're few eating hours. your chicken sandwich <laughs> with a fork and knife. No. Classy style? No, I didn't. Nope, nope. We just we just bar hopped. I've got a, a friend was in town, so we bar hopped all over last night. And yeah, and, and your friend is? He's at my house sleeping now. Yep, nappy time. <laughs> Napping time. Didn't want to come to the podcast and drink beer like a man. He wanted to hang out and take a nap. He's gonna take a nap. Or you guys don't podcast. understand what we do for you, listeners. I know. I could. I should be watching the Vikings game right, right? now. I should be right. What's right. the score? I should be drinking a beer. Whoa! Woo, wait. Score update. Woo, I am drinking Raiders. a beer. Raiders won today. Yay. How was your U.S. Bank Stadium that that you weren't at the Wild Terror Takeover for? Tell us about that. Dude, that was, uh, it was a lot of fun. It's a really loud stadium. And, yeah, it, it always kind of sucks when you go to a, a game in your, you know, A, uh, the away team. Yep. And, <laughs> and B, the team that gets the shit kicked out of them. So, <laughs> so I mean, you know. Were there some rude assholes? There were a couple people were... Nah, they were all right. Okay. Just, one, just one. There was one dude that said some shit he shouldn't have said, and Keely got after him for it. And he oh, apologized to her. Sweet. It was fucking great. Nice. But <laughs> yeah, he 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 made a little racist comment about some shit, and Keely's like, "The, f- the fuck is this guy doing?" <laughs> so she turned around and confronted him, and he's oh. like, "I am sorry." So that was that was dope. Um, we actually were sitting next to a couple other Raiders fans from Fargo, so that was yeah. kind of cool. But it was it was pretty funny that the Vikings score a touchdown and the late everybody's cheering and having a great time and they turn and high five me and I just high five away you know just put my hand I'm like good yeah cheer celebrate then the Raiders score and I was like woo start cheering and she's like what you're on the other team I was like yeah yeah I am I want, she's like, why do we high five I'm like I just like celebrations I like right? celebrations <laughs> I have a score update for you yeah okay seven zero Chicago damn it okay. Ernie, you got something. Yeah, I just wanted to ask uh, Chris if he was wearing a Raiders attire. 
I did not. I, I okay. was just wearing this. Actually, I was wearing this Drecker hoodie. So Oh, so you haven't changed it, clothes it, since... Fucking last Sunday, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they must have been a Vikings hell fan. of a good time. Got, but so wearing Drecker, I was still in black and silver close enough. You, know? <laughs> you got the Viking logo right there, though. So they probably thought, like, close to the Vikings logo, so they thought you were Vikings. It, well, it's like if, I, if the Vikings and the Raiders, like, joined forces, I think it would be Drecker. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. It does. They do kind of pillage. Good one. That's a good one. <laughs> well, Vikings are Raiders. Raiders are Vikings, I suppose. Yeah. They should take uh, the Vikings, the Raiders, and the Buccaneers and make one good team. <laughs> True that. Yeah, yeah they're, called the, actually, sad, they're called the Steelers. <laughs> I think, sadly enough, they'd oh. still fucking be like fourth best. <laughs> oh, jeez. No, we're not that bad. But, uh, hey, Today's episode uh, features a friend of ours, uh, Blake Bushy. First time I met this what guy. What up, what up, what up? So is that your actual name? Your actual last name is Bushy? Yes, it is. That is... Wow. Why would he change it to that? I don't know. Yeah. Well, I know... <laughs> hey, Alyssa, I know a James What's Up Ladies Peterson, but that's definitely not his middle name on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is my last name. Okay. Well, and now that we got that out of the way. Yep, and you were... Uh, uh, a big promoter of the Beer People uh, Facebook group, right? Yeah, I do, a lot, a lot. I do a lot of stuff in there. Um, I do a lot it? of stuff on other pages, too. What's it called? Beer it's People. A, beer People. It's, beer like, people. it's a Minnesota craft beer page. Oh, what the son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. I'd like to get on there and uh, see if we can do some trades with some people from up here, but you got that on lockdown, don't you? <laughs> um, I've taken a step back, uh, doing a little home brewing. Um, and just kind of enjoying the local beers. <coughs> That's cool. That's cool. Uh, how long have you is been brewing then? Hold on. Is there a kitten in the logo for beer people? There's there's a cat. Yes. yes. Well, you can call it a cat. <laughs> I'm calling or it a, a mustache or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's a cat with some hops. That's funny. It's a hoppy cat. Yes. I want... <laughs> <laughs> hoppy right cat on, pictures. Man. But, um, no, it's... um. So, okay, you've also been taste a lot of beers. And uh, what is your untapped number right now? Um, total beers is at 1,070. <laughs> wow, that's quite a bit. <laughs> I'm so fucking lazy when it comes to untapped. We sit here and we'll slug down five, six, eight different tastings in a night. I log none of them. Yeah, I haven't done that either ever so, since I started. I'm for those people this. that don't know what untapped is, it is an app. It, uh, it's like I've got you keep cents. track of the beers that you've drank, well. and you <laughs> describe them and rate them on as how you feel. Yeah. It's like our show, but on an app. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, keep track all of those how many thousand beers. beers I've had, probably half of them are local. Only half of them are all local. That's still pretty good. Yeah, man. I mean, I don't think I'll be able to get any East Coast beers unless I actually go there, and you've had some East Coast beers. We've sampled absolutely everything Drecker had. I logged none of it. Yeah, yeah, but you know the, the thing... <laughs> everything about, at Prairie Red. In one day. In one day you You know, the thing about that is, mm-hmm. around, like, Minnesota, the area, we're putting out just as good beers as anybody else's. Oh, absolutely. It's good. I agree. So you're, you're not really missing anything. I'd put some of Minnesota's best against some of the best out there. And um, I heard a little rumor that we might be getting some some uh, New Zealand beers. Yeah, my buddy Ryan is going to bring us some beers. Going to bring us some beers. He uh, brewed a couple himself. One's an APA, one's an IPA, and then uh, a couple from um, some three, four, or five different um, New Zealand brand beers. So we'll have to get him on the on the podcast, and maybe we'll invite you back on that one. You if can, we can, I'd be down. If for we can that. get him on, here. I don't know if he'll have time because he's they're literally like driving around the country right now. So they live in New Zealand, but they're from you know. So he's the, gonna have the area, but he's gonna have beer from all over the country then. Yeah, <laughs> that's be my kind of road yeah. trip right there. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to you, buddy. Thanks for uh, yeah for liking but, us and listening to us down in New Zealand. Appreciate woo, that, New Zealand. Shout out. We got at least one listener. <laughs> so We um, are international. Yeah. So speaking of the October Fest that we went to yesterday, today's episode is all about Oktoberfest beers. Oktoberfest. Because it is the season. The it is the season. Um, 
the fresher the Oktoberfest beers, I believe, the better. It's like almost like an IPA. Um, so we have quite a few to try with you guys today and, and rate and review and talk about. But uh, Ernie, why don't you give us a little uh, history lesson? Let, uh, let's put it in your capable hands today. Oh, thanks for the pressure. I no was problem. doing okay until then. <laughs> Soft, <No>. capable hands. <laughs> Soft, <laughs> capable hands. Ooh, thank you. You're welcome. Um, thank you. So I love... Oktoberfest beers. I love the rich, malty tastes. Um, mm-hmm. I'll claim that Sam Adams Oktoberfest is one of my favorite, if not my favorite beer. So of, of um, all time, of all, nice. Just when we did our first episode, called the Basics, which, yeah, uh, which may or may not exist. It does on some platform okay. still. Um, I did not have Oktoberfest available, just like you did not have Hop Slam available. So right. Pop slam. My favorite. Oh, oh is this going to be a he fight? Just, <laughs> he just got a head shake from Blake on that. <laughs> this motherfucker. He looked down, too. This motherfucker's going to come into my dungeon, <laughs> uh, Knox is wearing Vikings shit, and then also going to spew oh. hate on my fucking beers. I oh, probably no. did. I probably I did, too, until I had it. I yeah, that was bad. good. That was your beginning of spending that price yeah. for six The beginning six of my IPAs. Road perfect. journey. <laughs> Do continue, sir. Oh, okay, yes. So Oktoberfest. Um, the Crown Prince Ludwig um, later became King Ludwig. Uh, his reign was from 1825 to 1848. Married Princess Teresa uh, on the 12th of October in 1810. Uh, the citizens of Munich were invited to attend the festivities held on the fields in front of the city gates to celebrate the royal event. The fields were named... Teresa's Meadow in honor of the Crown Princess, and have kept that name ever since. Um, it goes on to uh, this is from Wikipedia mm-hmm. um, because that cite was probably, the sources. You got to always cite yep, the sources. Yep. Um, so this is from Wikipedia. Uh, horse races were also a big tradition back then. Um, uh, there's the fairgrounds uh, outside the city were chosen uh, due to its suitability. The Sendlinger Hill. Uh, was used as a grandstand for 40,000 race spectators. Uh, the tastings of the beer and wine were uh, above where the visitors were on the hill. Um, and then, uh, while the precise origins of the festival and horse races remain a matter of controversy, sounds pretty big. Uh, <laughs> big the, news. Uh, yeah, it's like, ooh, big controversy. Uh, but the decision to repeat the horse races, the spectacle, and the ce- celebrations in 1811 launched what is now the annual Oktoberfest tradition. So just, they had a bunch of, like, the original five or six breweries or something, having that beer, just creating that beer, uh, that specific beer, or just... Uh, There's a specific style. Uh, Only certain beers can be official Munich Oktoberfest beers. Um, Only beer conforming to the word. Ryan Heights... Bot. Um, <laughs> it's, a, it's a German hey, word listen, that we, we means never, purity order. We never claim to be cunning linguists right? here. Um, liter the <laughs> Not translation the, literally <laughs> means purity order. It's a series of regulations limiting the ingredients in beer in Germany and the states of the former Holy Roman Empire, and brewed within the city limits of Munich can be served at the Munich Oktoberfest. There's Six of them, um, like Polliner, um, the Lowenbrau, uh, Spaten, Spatenbrau, Spatenbrau that we actually had uh, during the October Brewfest. Yes. um, Are all breweries that meet that criteria. Um, Oktoberfest is known as the largest folk festival in the world. And in 2013, 6.4 6.4 million people visited Oktoberfest, and visitors were served 6.7 million liters of beer. That's a shit ton of beer. That's a Holy lot of beer. Holy shit. <laughs> I would like to go, but I don't just, I bet it was, it's just packed and crowded and crazy and fun. I'd, I'd still love to go just to experience that. The chaos of beer. Right. Well, that'd be something. To, uh, to, the St. Pauli girl holding those all those mugs in one hand. I, don't mind I would love to bring home a polliner. <laughs> I'd love to bring home a polliner actual glass stein. Like, that'd be great. Maybe I should just order one for next year's podcast and we do this again. Have our own stein hoisting competition. Just 
45 minutes of dead air, and the dude's going, oh, it's, it's heavy. I did that at, uh, oh, 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 heck, what's that place that used to be Quaker Steak and Lube? It's, is it Wild Bill? Yeah. Wild yeah. Bills. Well, yeah. Bills held that, had that last year, and I won two weekends in a row. Oh, the, yeah. Stein, the Stein holding? Didn't Junkyard have that yesterday? Yeah, I think they had it downtown too at and a certain time. And they had the hammer slog in. No, that was uh, Friday night. Yeah, yeah, that was Friday night. Yeah, but the the fest beer beer stuff with uh like at worst beer hall they had like the the DOS boot competition and at three o'clock they had yep. some, the ballet company do a German dance thing and then every they had, like, every keg hour rolls. And uh, yeah. I was I was working just right down the road, so I got to kind of. Step in there and check it out a little bit. But. God, that'd be fun. Okay, yeah. I did. I did check something out real quick, and I wanted to to, to preface this um, um, with by saying I was kind of like wondering what differences between some of the regular Oktoberfest beers now and the actual original Munich Six uh, that are that are styled for it. And um, I looked it up on craftbeering.com and it says the Oktoberfest versus the Mars in style, which is what most people are. Basically brewing the same thing, but not in the traditional Munich way because of the, you know, limits on the geographical area, right? Um, yeah, we're so, not in Munich. Yeah, so you, you can only ha- be a o- Munich <coughs> Oktoberfest beer if you're at the festival. Um, it, uh, it used to be a Bavarian amber lager known as Modern Marzen, but in the 1970s it was replaced by a much lighter lager known as Fest Beer. And there's all kinds of... Uh, Things that uh, differentiate Oktoberfest beers too. It's all about the timeline, and um, I'm not going to get into that stuff, but it's interesting. Oh, I'm sorry. ASMR. You're busy talking about it. No. I'm about. I'm I was busy get being, busy drinking it. I was busy being boring as fuck. Oh no! Continue. <laughs> so now that we got the history out of the way and some of the the questions and concerns, let's um let's take a quick break and we'll pour... line up some beers. Yes, we're gonna pour some beers and uh, get to going. All right, line sounds good. We're back again. I missed me. I missed me too. How about you, Chris? Nope. You didn't miss shit. I didn't miss you. (laughs) Oh, you are a fucking dick. (laughs) Much love to you, my podcast brother. (laughs) Thank you. So we're back, and our our first beer is going to be Sam Adams. But um, a lot of these beers that we're going to be sampling right now are kind of basically Mars and Styles, unless they're actually like the Pollen or like the original six. Um, so, So we'll go. Can you read a description from the 2015 BJCP Beer Judge Certification Program? Absolutely not. Okay, and this is going to be a 6A. So, uh, the impression, an elegant, multi-German amber lager with a clean, rich, toasty, and bready malt flavor. Uh, Restrained bitterness and a dry finish that encourages another drink. Uh, the overall malt impression is soft, elegant, and complex with a rich aftertaste that is never heavy. Your balls are heavy. Hey. Sometimes. <laughs> uh, the appearance is an amber-orange to deep reddish-copper color. Uh, should not be golden. Yeah, this is a really good-looking beer. It's yeah. very coppery, you know. Yeah. It's Out uh, of the three that we have for this first segment, that's the darkest one. Yeah. Yes. The Sam yeah. Adams? Yeah. Sam Adams Oktoberfest. Flavors, uh, initially malt flavor often uh, suggests sweetness, uh, but finishes moderately dry to dry. Distinctive and complex maltiness often includes a bready, toasty aspect. Mm. Hop bitterness is moderate, and the hop flavor is low to none. Um, Mouthfeel, medium body with a smooth, creamy texture, uh, suggests a fuller mouthfeel. Uh, medium carbonation. Yeah. So basically, this is kind of like this is a good beer. Yes, uh, it is basically morphed into the fest beer style uh, for for the newer age. So that's why they're calling it a Marzen. So what do we get here for this for the uh, 
Sam Adams. So what do we got? 5.3%? <clears throat> yep. Yeah, now, Sam um, Adams is 5.3%. Samuel, yep, SamuelAdams.com says that the malt varieties are the two-roll pale malt blend, uh, Munich 10, Sam Adams Oktoberfest malt, and Caramel 60, with the hops being Tetnang Tetnanger and Hallertau Mittelfreu. I'm guessing those are very German hops. Well, at least with the accent you used. <laughs> it is a five point. Yeah, I'm terrible. No, uh, no, no. no. I, I'm not knocking you. Uh, it's a five point three percent ABV, Dude, this sixteen is, IBUs. I do really like this. We uh, actually have some Sam Adams Oktoberfest in my fridge right now. Um, we did a, a a little thing called uh, Music on the Porch. There was an International Music on the Porch Day, uh, so we were at. My girlfriend's parents' house in Moorhead, and we had, I don't know, 20, 30 people there, and a lot of people were playing music and having a good time. And, Sweet. Um, when we left there, though, I grabbed a bunch of these out of the out of their little tub of beers and brought some home, so I've had some Sam Adams Oktoberfest uh, for, yeah, for a few weeks now. I, I I really like this uh, Oktoberfest beer. It has a really good, nice, sweet, malty nose on it. I love it. I actually really like this one a lot. I think Sam Adams gets overlooked a lot too on like making really, really solid drinkable beers. I, you know, I think they get lost in the shuffle, especially with all the craze of craft beers now. I think people almost look at at Sam Adams as not a craft beer maker, but more as one of the big companies. You know that everybody kind of shits on all the time. But kinda I think like, I think Sam Adams makes great beers. Kind of like Yingling. Yeah. Yeah. Who? Yingling. Yingling. Uh, I do, uh, I do notice the deep, dark red copper color, but it's and crystal fucking clear, yeah, so it's very much lagered. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, real low carbonation, so you can put them down pretty fast. Um. What do you get for taste, guys? Real good richness to it. It feels mm -hmm. thick in your mouth, but it, it goes down really, really light. It's such an easy drinker, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, it's just that really nice malty caramely color. I think that the caramely it gets, the the more copper reddish he would get. I think the better. I think some of these Marsons are going to be. I just really like the malt on this and the sweetness. Yep, just barely that hint of sweet. I get the, like right a little bit at the end, a little sweetness before it dries out. I agree. I it's super agree dope. Very very toasty, very malty. And the, this and the, this yeah. is like a sit by a campfire and let the fuck. It doesn't even matter if the smoke's blowing in your face and you're gonna smell like shit the next day. <laughs> yeah, I let the like smoke billow on me if I'm drinking yeah. this. I don't care. Yeah, you're sitting there in your backyard with your hoodie, right? <laughs> Making some s'mores, drinking some Oktoberfest from. Santa I don't make Al. s'mores. I drink s'mores of you, these. You can barely easy drink about five or six of these. Yeah, mm -hmm. man, this is a lot of caramely. I, mean, I love this one. Any other any other comments on this one? No, it's my favorite. So, but All right. I haven't tried some of these other ones, so we'll see. We'll throw a number at it then. I gave it a five-five. I'm gonna go. This is a good solid four and a half for me. I'd say about four to five, four, four point three zero. Four point three, perfect. <laughs> you fucker. Put it down. Four point zero or four point five. This is an ongoing joke. If people have been listening, Knox, <laughs> Knox had a tough time going to half fucking numbers. <laughs> right. Then we got it down to point two fives, and he's like, "Fuck!" And he's so we got to draw the line somewhere. Just seething. So four so, three. Four three. Okay, His head almost three. popped off. Four three. <laughs> it's so good. So <laughs> that's closer to four, four point five. five. Yes. And neighbor, I'm gonna go with the five on this one. So the average for uh, Sam Adams Oktoberfest comes to 4.875. Ooh, that's a so pretty goddamn big number. 4.9. That's a nice number. <coughs> so yes. So next is Lining Kugels. Lining Kugels. Now, uh, this one says, uh, Our proud German heritage shines through in our homage to the arguably the world's greatest festival. A traditional Marzen-style beer... Our Lightning Kugel's Oktoberfest has a roasted malt flavor and subtle spicy hop notes that make it perfect for celebrating fall in true German fashion. So let your steins runneth over. So 5.1 ABV, 20 IBU. Available only from August till October. From Lightning Kugel's. Okay, what do we got here? 
What are we? Five one. Okay. It's not as malty and sweet as the Sam on well, the nose. It's, it's definitely lighter in color. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, a couple shades it, lighter. It's not as red and coppery. It, yeah, there's hints of copperness to it. It's almost like just a darker ale color. Almost. It's crystal clear, though. There's no nothing in here. It does taste pretty, as, way lighter than the Sam's. It could be like a Sam Adams <clears throat> Oktoberfest light. It tastes way lighter, yeah. A little more tangy, almost. A little bit sweeter. You don't get as much of the that good dark roast, right? From so, this one. So they they mentioned a spicy note in this. Do you get any of those uh, spicy notes on this, on the flavor? Not really anything. I don't get any really spicy on it. Well, the Sam Adams definitely smells sweeter, even. Hmm. Maybe a little bit of spiciness at the end. I think but this one's a little bit drier. Yeah. Lightning Cool was a little bit drier than the Sam Adam ones for sure. Yeah. It's not quite as thick either. Uh, no nope. feel. It's, yeah, it's, it's still it's, got some body to it though. It's kind of still pretty good. Yeah, it's still a good drinker. I mean, you could sit by the bonfire and drink this one, but right, you, you could, could actually this, probably have a few more of these because they're not as heavy. Exactly. <laughs> you can, yeah. They did that on purpose, sons of bitches. Hmm. Yeah, so you can drink a whole twelve pack sitting by the campfire. I just don't. I don't really think anything's really outstanding about this one. It's. Um, Am I gonna turn this beer down? Nope. No. no. I but won't I, turn it down either. If offered both of them, I'm certainly drinking the Sam Adams over it. I think there's oh, more. Yeah. There's more mm -hmm. character to it. There's yeah. more body. There's, there's not more. much to this. It's just. A, I don't think there's it, a lot of flavor in it. Well, I mean, thing, there is for the style, but you don't get as much mouth feel on it either. Mm -hmm. Like it doesn't. It's just. It's, it's all right. Yeah, I still wouldn't turn down if someone just said here. There's not a lot though. I guess. I, I, I use that. That's true. I, I said it too. I'm like, but then as my brain keeps going, I'm like, what the fuck would you turn down? Yeah, like, and that's Chris, the reason why you go to the walking clinic. The minute I said that, I'm like, wait a minute, why did I? Even what? if a bartender's like, I accidentally poured this. Do you want it? I always go, what is it? And when the answer is always gonna be, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck does it matter? Right? It's free. Free beer. I'm taking that beer. Mm. Right? Anything? I'm taking that all the time. Every How about time. you, Ernie? You got something on this one? No, just I. I agree with you guys. It's. It's. I don't want to say it's bad because it's. It's good. It's. It's still. It's. It's, it's just, good. Solid beer. It's just lacking what's the Samuel compared Adams. to yeah. Sam Adams. It doesn't seem as complex. It's. Mm. You know, this is probably something uh, that. I think the vast majority of people that don't explore beer might lean towards the Lightning Kugels one because yep. it's a little closer to a, um, a Coors Light, right? Or it yeah, like a Coors Light, like a Budweiser. <laughs> a Budweiser drinker is probably going to pick the Lightning Kugels over the Sam Adams. Well, but somebody that drinks a lot more craft beers or something is probably going right. to lean towards the Sam Adams because it's got mm -hmm. more complexity and uh, more going on in there. And it, do, it tastes a little less traditional. Oh, it almost tastes more like a lager in it, or an ale, you know? Yeah. Hmm. I think that would be a good, hey, I've never really had an Oktoberfest. I like Coors Light or Bush Light or whatever. Hey, you know, hey, this would be a good first Oktoberfest beer. To Stepping stone. Right. Yeah, yeah. And, like, I think you said it when you said, like, a craft beer person would probably like Samuel Adams more than the Lining Kugels yeah. versus. That was, a, that was fucking great. Analogy, man. That was versus good. Uh, uh, someone who I like Bud Light. So, oh yeah, here you go. All right, let's so, throw some fucking numbers, Ernie. Uh, I give this a four point five. I'm gonna go uh, three five. It's it's above average. I'm gonna go three five as well. I Did usually pick the best numbers. Yeah, dittos. <laughs> uh, I almost went three seven five, but I was like, no, three five. Three five. Three five for you. Yeah, me too. Yeah. It's it's good for the style. It's a good introduction, like you said. Nothing spectacular. It's a good one for people to like start out with. <laughs> yep. So our third beer. Uh, so the average for this one oh, happened to be. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Three point seven five. Three point seven five is the average. There it is. So that's still a pretty solid number. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. All, All right. right. Well, our third beer, uh, which which is going to uh, finalize our first trifecta. Before the break um, is the O-Fest from Fargo Brewing Company. Now, <clears throat> if you guys listened to an earlier episode, uh, Ladies of the Industry, we also talked about this uh, beer. Uh, Jess 
Click brought this one. Uh, thank you very much, Jess. And she left a couple for us. So I figured, you know what? We're doing Oktoberfest. Why not bust it out and compare it as well? Bust. We busted it out. We can actually throw some numbers with some beer people. Yeah, because uh, Chris nor I were there. Yep. That exactly. Was there, I was the only yeah. one. So and I wanted... that was probably the best <laughs> yeah. episode yeah. ever. I was, yeah. I was not there and, either. Yeah. So let's compare uh, your guys' uh, numbers to their numbers. This see. one's got a s- more sour smell to it. It's almost... It, it's lighter than the Lightning Kugels. It's that does have almost, a, sour, a little more soury taste. Almost an orange-ish yeah. hue to it. I mean, it's not clear either. No, it's not nope. like lagered, it's, I don't think, It's is kind it? of a light amber. Oh, yes, it is. It is it's, a, it's their Oktoberfest lager. And it's hazier. This classic Oktoberfest beer pours a deep amber color. It's full of rich, toasty malt character and subtle hop spiciness. Old Fest is a malt flavor or oh, malt oh, forward oh. beer with balanced bitterness and an incredibly smooth finish due to the extended lagering time. 6.2 ABV, so it's the highest one we've had so far, with a 24 IBU. Hmm. Yeah, it's a little bit cloudier. It's not as clear. As the uh, the the lining kugels or the Sam Adams, yeah, it does have a it does have a really it's, nice distinct flavor uh, smell on it. That though. weird sourness on the vanilla, kind of bitter at the end, kind of. Mm-hmm. Just us picking up that. Sour oh, that's the, uh, that's the the hoppy dry finish. Yep, yeah. that's probably the hops. But Hop. I'd say I think the other two are under twenty IBUs. This you know, this obviously twenty four isn't a lot high IBU, but. It sticks out in this situation, I think. Yeah. Well, one of the things that they mentioned about in the in the ladies' episode is that uh, IBUs rarely ever get taken into account anymore because of when the hops are added, and the hop calculators are only with the amount of hops that you add, not when you add it. So, twenty-four IBUs in one way could be sweet and delicious and aromatic, and twenty-four IBUs the other way could be bitter as fuck. You know. This one gets a little bitterness to it. Yep. This one to me is a bit bitter, more bitter. Definitely the Sam Adams was a lot sweeter compared to this one. So this one may have been a late edition hops, and this one was like an early edition hops, perhaps? I don't think it's as roasty. I think this one's like a combination between Sam Adams and Lightning Kugels, where it's a little bit lighter, or a little heavier, a little more malty than the Lightning Kugels, but still not where that Sam Adams is. I do like the grain flavor on this one, though, um, better than Lightning's. The The base malt on this one is pretty good. Any other thoughts? I think I, I've covered my bases. Okay. Hmm. Big Earn? You've been silent on this one. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out what that, yeah. like I said, it kind of has, has a bitter, but I don't want to say bitter. It's um, It must be the hoppy after taste ending. Yeah. This one just overall has a kind of a different flavor. Yep. That's not saying that's bad. It's mm. just a little different. Yeah. Okay. I'm Let's... having a hard time... Uh, I wanted to give it a 3.75 if I could, so uh, I think I'm going to give it a... a, It's torn between that or a 4, but I think I'm going to go 3.5. 3.5? 3.75. I think it's a little bit better than the Lightning Kugels, but I don't think it's as good as Sam. Sammy, my boy. I'm going to go with 3.5. Okay. Um... I like the wheat flavor. I think this one's a little bit better than than the Lionese. So I'm going to go with a four on this one. I think I was a five on the la- on the last time in the ladies episode, but when compared to other styles of the same, right? Yeah. All right. Well, the average for the fart fart Fargo fart fart is that from uh, Mars Attacks? Isn't that the noise? No. (laughs) Fargo, Oktoberfest, the old fest, um, 3.687. Yeah. So. Seven eighths. Right, right, right behind behind Lightning Kugels. Why are you doing fractions now, man? (laughs) You don't want to go down to 4.3, but we can do like 3.3 and 7 sixteenths. Well, get the you know get the get the stepping son. <laughs> kicking you out of your own basement. All right, all right. We're gonna take a quick break, and uh, we'll be back with our next run of three. More beer.
right, welcome back. We are uh, back from our break, and we uh, we got four beers left. Oh shit, four to go. Yes. And uh, the first one on the docket is the bells. 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 I wonder who bells. brought this one. Yeah, oh, I gee. brought this one. You, you brought did? this one. No F- fucking way, dude. <laughs> Fall is my favorite time to drink beer. The weather turns color it's, cooler. That's uh, what you said about spring. There's a bounty of food. <laughs> beer just seems to taste better. I hope it's you enjoy this traditional season. beer as much as I do. Pros it. That's Prost. 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 Prost it. So sit better. Bell's website says with herbal hop aromas, this balanced amber lager focuses on lightly toasted malt that lends body without too much sweetness. Hmm. Perfect for a week-long wedding celebration in Germany or at the start of the Michigan autumn. 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 The Michigan put your feet up. So this is a 5.5% ABV. It um, wasn't mentioned before, but 1.055 OG, original gravity. Uh, shelf life three months. Uh, 179 calories, 16 carbs. When did and we start putting calories and shit? Don't tell me the calories. And they do. Don't, they don't list the IBUs, this which is which is what uh, some of the ladies in the industry fat. were saying about that. Mm. They don't list IBUs anymore. It's pointless. That's one thing it can't make me. <laughs> what bitter? Fat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm already 180 <laughs> calories in here. Okay, so on the nose, guys. Well, the color is awesome as well. Yeah, yep. it's that yep. amber. Copper. And, and what I've th- noticed about okay, you so can see through it. we've got these next four coming up. We've got the bells. We've got junkyards, Junktoberfest. We've got um, drum Conrad, St. Patrick's Marchtoberfest, March, and then uh, Avery's what the Kaiser, the Kaiser. All of these ones are pretty, pretty deep, dark in, in color. Mm-hmm. Unlike the last three, where they were definitely different shades. The only thing is that Junktoberfest one's a little hazier, but yeah, it's Junktober, a little lighter. A little bit lighter. Is that, uh, is that yeah. the second one? Yeah, the second yep. one. Yeah. So yeah, but no, the, it's but, a little lighter. But all of these, so we mm. don't have to talk about color anymore. Have a good amber color. Great amber yeah, color. Yeah. All there was real two, clear. There was two that didn't. Clean. The Lineys and the Fargo Brewing. Yep. They were a little bit lighter in color, yep. more pale. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. Okay. No more so, colors. So. And then just remember, Junktoberfest is a little hazier. All right. Yeah. Uh, Already immediately, guess what? I bet I I I like this one. You know, the first thing I notice (laughs) is how amber it is in color. Shut the fuck up. Oh, I'm sorry. Did we discuss this? Oh, yes, we did. Yes. All right. Okay. It doesn't say what hops they use or what the malts they used. It yeah, has. Well, it'd be interesting it definitely to know. has more of an aroma than the Lineys and the and the Fargo. I yeah. think. Yeah, very I'm, much more not, aromatic. Right. I'm not sure exactly what it is. I, it's hard to pinpoint. Yeah. Later edition of the hops. Now, it's, uh, it's Bell's not super malty smelling though. No. Mm-hmm. Now Bell's says on the on this one on the website that it is a Marzen style beer. So this is our fourth Marzen. I'm assuming. Yeah. Hey, but hi, I Izzy. Know. I think it's mm. got good malt flavor. It does. It does have a little more bitterness than some of the other I ones. I kind of taste a little cinnamon. Mm. Yeah? A little cinnamon. Not much, but a little bit. I think that's where you get that. Yeah. It dries out. Yeah, it's much more drier I, than we than the ones we've had so far. It makes me want to drink a bunch of it. It, it Yes, yeah, a little more <laughs> hoppy at the end. Res- yeah. From a responsible uh, side of me, right. a bun- a, just a bunch, not a whole bunch. Mm-hmm. Not, not quite as like the uh, oh, the other one. Yeah. <laughs> now on the website, it's definitely thicker too. Yeah, it's kind of it's funny right up there with Sam Adams as far as like the the body. Thickness. Good mouthfeel. It, mm-hmm. it does feel a little heavier. Yeah, when when it goes down too. Now on the on the website, it's kind of funny. They have a recommended glassware. It says boot, Pilsner, and Stein. <laughs> I need to get one of those. I want to get a boot. Mm. Das boot. Yes. I wish I could see the competitions at the old Broadway. Steel toes. Oh, I wish I could have seen the ones at the worst. Yeah, that's, when, that, that's, when, that's where it was at, yeah. But it was so packed in there, we couldn't even see over everybody. Oh God, that place. Well, I was working at Drum. You guys should have stopped in. We were on a mission. We oh had March, We had Marchtoberfest. We are musicians. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay, so the taste. Besides being kind of dry, it is malty. Um, it. I get a little bit of a cinnamon flavor. Yeah. Anybody else get anything? I think it's just uh, it almost seems like they added some rye in this almost 
but they obviously can't with the style. But no, it's I I I dig it. Okay, it's one of my favorite Oktoberfest. This is my first time having it. Was uh today? I like really? it. Mm-hmm. I like it. All right. I, I would say it. it's one of my favorites because I haven't had the other ones. But right. yeah, but over the first three we had, uh, it's my favorite so far. I'd say it's up there with. Uh, Sam Adams. I think Sam Adams still has number one for me so far. I rated it just a bit higher on Untapped. All right, so <laughs> Ernie, what do we got for numbers, big guy? Uh, none right now, but as mm-hmm. soon as we go around and give them. Well, you're number one, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I actually gave it a five. Chris, oh. this was a good beer. Good choice. I never would have... Uh, I mean, I should know by now, Bells make some awesome Bell's stuff. Bells just is always solid. Everything they do. Um, didn't like it as one much as Sam Adams. Uh, but I liked it a little better than um, Lightning Kugels, just because you... it's got more of a maltier and the heavier mouth feel. I gave it a five. I think I'm gonna do a four seven five on this one. <laughs> Why do you eyeball me? <laughs> seven five. Four point seven five. I'm gonna go with a four five. Okay, I'm actually gonna uh, double Blake's. <laughs> four po- four point five. What? What'd you go on? You're gonna give four it a five? nine. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said double it. Like, <laughs> no, so, I mean, yeah. no, you're gonna rate it. it a I did. Nine? No, but double it. <laughs> By doubling it, I meant like the same thing. Ditto, whatever, same thing. Doubled his score. All right. So, so two four point fives. The Bell's Oktoberfest averaged out to a four point six eight seven. So number two, number two. So that was Bell's Oktoberfest beer. Bell's Oktoberfest beer. Solid beer. This it one is. 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 Thanks, Chris. Junktoberfest, Oktoberfest style lager beer. Nice. Keep cold. Drink fresh. The first thing I notice Peel is... Peel this label, then recycle. Unfiltered may contain sediment. That's why we're getting that haziness. Okay, this Junktober, or this Oktoberfest is true to style with nutty and toasty flavors and aromas. Robust malt characteristics combined with notes of bread, caramel, and a hint of honey, adding layers of dry moisted... Dry... Dry roasted, malty, sweet complexity. Prost! 6% ABV. And it says Oktoberfest style lager beer, which I'm assuming is Marzen. And it's the haziest of this group, but, not, but the second haziest of the bunch. I have to say, I do like this one. I do get a little bit of a, that sweet, sweet caramel in the nose a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's the first one I've actually got that kind of caramely smell off mm-hmm. of. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's uh, it finishes I, a lot sweeter than um, a lot of the other ones. Yep, it not sure as sweet does. as the Sam Adams though. Po- well, actually, maybe possibly just I, as sweet, but not. I think it's just as sweet because when I had it in a Stein, I thought it was real. It was almost tasted better. I, I but that was on tap. Yeah. yeah, I could. I taste the honey in that. Can you, Ernie? Maybe at the very end. Yeah. it kind of that's kind of what lingers on your tongue a little bit. Yeah, kind of like. I was looking forward to that when you said that. I'm like, oh, yeah. But it's certainly not dominant, though. It's got a, it's got one of the better mouthfeels of the bunch. Mm-hmm. I think top three on mouthfeel so far. I like I that. Think, I think the more you have of it, the, the better it gets. Yeah. Because yeah. it, t- it took a couple sips to, it's like, oh, first it was like a to some me- sort of funky taste in there. And then... It was almost... Okay, so bitterness to me is really... Uh, Hard to talk about because sometimes like, oh, that's fucking really bitter. I like it. Sometimes mm-hmm. like, wow, that's really bitter. Not a fan. Yeah. And so so but, bitterness, you know, depending on what like style you're drinking or what you're expecting or something can change. Yeah. Um, but so this one on my first drink, I was like, wow, it's really bitter at the end and I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Then I took another drink. I'm like, man, that's bitter at the end. And yeah. Yeah, I, 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 dude, I am following you yeah, 100% yeah, on this. Exactly. Isn't that kind of what I said? I, I like yeah. this one. This is like the good bitter, like you were saying. Whereas earlier, we've had one that had a bitterness that wasn't as good. Right. Yeah. But this bitter is pretty good. Yes. I like it. It's better bitter. I, uh-huh. I like it too. I mean. All right. Mm. Are we up for numbers? Uh, go ahead, Chris. Uh, I'm going to go with a four on it. It's one of my favorites. Um, I still kind of like the Bells and the uh, the Sam Adams maybe a little bit better, mm-hmm. um, but it's right up there. Blake? I'm going to go with a five. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I got to go after you all the time? 
Jesus. Because that's how the rotation <laughs> The rotation works. I get it. I'm the last. I get it. Uh, yeah. I'm five as well. I, I, yeah. it's, just, it's just robot. The more you drink of it, the more it's just like... Yeah, the more interesting it gets, uh, the more intrigued I am by it, and I want some more. Yes. Exactly. And I decided I'm going to give it a 4.5. Okay. So it's right up there. It's got good flavor. I like it. So that averages out to a 4.625. So the Junktoberfest by Junkyard Brewing is a... 4.625. Nice. Right behind Bell's at 4.687. That close. Wow. Well done, Junkyard. Mm. Yeah. Nice job. Yeah. So what's next? So it's a... Drum Conrath? Yeah, Drum Conrath's uh, St. Patrick's March Toberfest Marzen-style beer. Um, doesn't say much on the website, but Sam said it's a classic Marzen-style. German Munich and Vienna malts, and it has Tetanang hops. It's a 6% and 20 IBU. Uh, sounds similar to uh, what the Sam Adams is, the Tetanang hops, right? Uh, yes, I believe so, yes. Zoom tight. Gesundheit. What do you got the nose on this one, guys? Good malts. Mm-hmm. Kind of a little bready and toasty. Well, that's kind of the, the Marzen style, style though, right? Yeah. Yeah. I like this one. That's really good and bready. Oh, yeah. Good copper clear color, too. Why are you looking, looking at me like that? Why wouldn't I? Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> the mouthfeel is really smooth. I do uh, really like the... Uh, Flavor on this one, is it? It does taste a little. Um, hmm, I don't know. What do you? What do you, What do you guys think? Is Everybody it, at the same time. Yes. Does it have kind of a uh, boozy aftertaste, or what is that? I'm getting on the sun. It's almost uh, like a metallic flavor. It must be is the. It? it must be I the hoppy. I say boozy. Must be the hoppy uh, finish, kind of dry finish. Maybe it said that tetanang hops. It could be. I really no, like, it's, it's it's pretty decent. I like the base malt on this one, too. It's got a good body, too. Yeah. Kind it of, perhaps it perhaps comes across a little more tangy, less spicy than some of the other ones. Yeah. Maybe a little bit a lighter in there. It's weird to it put t- your finger on. It, it seems thinner. Lighter, it seems thinner in the mouth. It, it doesn't... It, yeah, it doesn't yeah. have as much mouthfeel. <clears throat> it's not as weak as, uh, like, the lineys, for sure. Good drinker. Yeah, good, great carbonation, too. Such um, an easy drinker. Yeah. I mean... All right, let's throw some numbers at this guy. I gave it a 4.5. I'm going to do four. Blake? 4.75. Fuck, <laughs> fuck the both of you, you know that? <laughs> and you know damn well that Chef Kevin is enjoying listening to this one and how much fun he would make of me right now. He was here. <laughs> kind of uh, wish he was here. Yeah, yeah. Who? We missed Kev. Just kidding. Oh, that's who's. Mi- I was wondering something was a little different. I was yeah. totally expecting yeah. him to be yeah, here. The podcast There's is no better talks. without me. Huh, There's no Kev? talk of it tastes <laughs> like a wet blanket in a good way. Right? No, or, no. Or <laughs> these vomit crackers. Cat, uh, litter box. <laughs> I want to taste some more of these vomit crackers. <laughs> that was good. Um, I'm gonna give this one um, a 4.5 as well. Yeah, kudos to Drunk Conrad. This is a good beer. It is. The St. Patrick's March Toberfest. All right. Well, the average for St. <laughs> Patrick's March Toberfest by Drum Conrath is 4.4375. It's a solid damn number. Yeah, it is. Yum. Well done, Sam. All right, and last, but certainly uh, probably my least favorite, just because Knox brought it. <laughs> no, this is going to be a really boozy one. It's from Avery Brewery. Uh, who is it? Something Kaiser? It's called Avery Brewing Company, and the beer is called the Kaiser. It's a limited-release Imperial Oktoberfest lager. Um, just in time for fall and its most notable fest, this limited-release Imperial Oktoberfest lager is our emboldened Prost to one of the most recognized styles. The Kaiser weaves together rich toasted Vienna and Munich malts with the floral spiciness of Herzbrucker and Bravo hops to create a bold and brazen dry Imperial Oktoberfest. Availability is seasonally August through October in six-pack cans. 
8% ABV. Ah, so it, that's, uh, why it. that's why I brought it, yes. <laughs> so it's very malt forward. Uh, mm, they have a graph here. Uh, ABV is high. It's, it's not very yeast centric, not very beyond Reinheitsgebot, whatever the fuck that is. I don't know. Uh, it uses a house bohemian lager strain for yeast. Malts are two row, dark Munich, Munich, Vienna, and aromatic. It Thoughts smells. Guys? It smells like nothing. I don't even want to drink this. It almost has a different. Like a it almost five. has a different flavor than the rest. I'm gonna give it a point five without even drinking it. It's an imperial. It's it's a lot sweeter than the Samuel Adams. No, I thought that Samuel Adams was the most sweetest tasting and smelling, but this one really is quite a bit sweeter. It's got a different flavor than the rest. This got a weird smell on it. Well, I suppose it's that imperial. I associate yeah. that same. Knows from all imperial things, and I don't know what it is. I mean, it's good. It's brewed just... with Rocky Mountain water, malted barley, imported German specialty malted barley, noble German hops, and German lager yeast. It's sweeter. Yes, I like it. What's your favorite? Uh, it's my second favorite of the bunch, but I'm gonna rate it higher. Hmm. <laughs> why, why would you do that? Because of the ABVs. I don't know. Because I'm just stupid. I guess. Um, yeah, well, I'm gonna go with the second part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna rate the lowest. I don't know. Um, it's not. I bad. guess it's not true to the style as much. It's got some flavor to it. Mm-hmm. It's got more kick, but yeah, I don't know. It's different. It's not my favorite. I'd I'd rather drink a couple of these. I, I'm gonna put this one a little lower on the road. I. I can see that. It's better than a few. It's mm-hmm. not as good as a few. It's probably right in the middle. Yeah. It's very boozy. You can definitely tell it's a, little, oh, yeah. it's a lot of higher IBUs. Absolutely. Or, this uh, will, ABVs. This will get you tickled pretty quick. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. I mean, the highest one before mm. this was the 6.2, right? And that was the... Fargo. Yeah. That, that was the Fargo at 6.2. And then it was um, the Bells at 6 before that, right? Bells is 5.5. Five and 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 junkyard was 6. Junkyard was is, 6. Yeah. Is 6. And so is uh, Drum Conrad. Yep, they're at six two. So yeah, at a two percent jump in ABV, it's hmm. quite a bit hefty. What's flavor. this one called again? The Kaiser. The Kaiser. The Kaiser. Kaiser. By Avery. Kaiser. I know nothing. I see nothing. It's definitely uh, yeah. got a really sweet aftertaste on it too. It's very that that sweetness lingers. It's very mm-hmm. sweet. Mm-hmm. And it's the legs on it are extremely long. Like I can taste this beer long after I'm done swallowing it. <laughs> There's, a There's a swallowing it. <laughs> I'm a child. We're, yeah, we're being some butthead around here. <laughs> you said swallowing. <laughs> yeah, nothing. Ju- I don't know. It's it's good, but but and nothing really kind of, jumps out at you. It's complex, but like not a. I, it's hard to say. It's complex, but nothing jumps out at you like, hey, but to think about me. You know? <laughs> yep. It's just like, hey, there's a bunch of shit in here. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> you be you. Exactly. All right, let's throw some fucking numbers on it. All right. I gave it a 3.5. Yeah, 3.5. 3.75. Three, three, five. Three, seven, five. I'll do a 3.75 on that one. This is my second favorite one, and I rated my favorite one a five, so I'm also going to rate this one a five. Well, then that would make it tied for your favorite. Yes. So then you'd want to go lower than that, <laughs> which would be like, what, 4.9? <laughs> Wait, no, no, no. <laughs> you asshole. 4.9 down by mistake. It's <laughs> 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 four and eight thirteenths. <laughs> That averages out to a 4.0. Okay. So what? So let's go over today's thoughts and prayers. So uh, our thoughts about today's episode uh, and the scores. We'll do a score recap. So what do you think about today? I think my favorite today was a Sam Adams, I believe. Uh, That's still mine. Bells, Sam Adams, um... Then I, you know, the, it gets a little muddled in the middle. Um, 
I really, really enjoyed both junkyards. I thought Fargo's was pretty good. Drum Conrad's was really good too. Yep. Um, I thought for, certainly. I think the Lightning Kugels was my least favorite. Yeah, me too. Uh, but it wasn't bad. But no, they're all. They, it I just really didn't like, have as much flavor as the other ones did. In my I opinion, I really too. enjoy Oktoberfest style beers, mm-hmm. uh, especially in October, especially in this climate. It's cold and it's kind of rainy out today, and it's kind of shit. Yep. But Drizzle. this, but this, the Oktoberfest beers warm you up. They make you feel better. I would say my favorites are probably the Sam Adams, Junktoberfest, and probably Chuckumrus March Toberfest. Yeah. Yeah, Sam Adams by far is is my favorite, and then the Avery, of course, those are my top two. And that's what I gotta say. How about you? I mean, obviously, Sam Adams is your favorite. Yeah. I was kind of impressed by Bell's. I never really, you know, I probably had it, but I never probably paid much attention to it. But there I go, you know, Bell's makes it a lot of solid, good beers. Um, that Junkyards, that was a that was a pretty good beer. I think Fargo's was my least, you know, if you can say least favorite. I hate to say that mm-hmm. because I still liked it because I think mm-hmm. I rated it a 3.5, mm-hmm. which is above average. So, But I liked uh, um Drum Conrath's and Junkyards. So what, do you think, beers too. what do you think the the uh, Fargo Brewings one lacked that you were really... Would like I, I don't know. I think it was... Oh, I don't remember if it was like too citrusy or or too hoppy finish okay. for my likes, for that type of beer. What was it about that you thought uh, about the Fargo one that wasn't like... It was almost... I got a sour taste... And you don't, you shouldn't get the sour taste in that Oktoberfest beer, but I mean, you tried all these other ones, and you get that distinct flavor of what it should be. And I just felt like Fargo was lacking with that. That malt forwardness, yeah. yeah. For the Mars, but it was style. still a pretty decent beer. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's a decent beer. It's, good beer. it's just mm-hmm. for lack. this. For out of the ones that we sampled, um, for not, this style, not one of us <laughs> rated any of these beers under a three. No, right? Yeah. No, no, three or three five. I think a three no. five was probably the three five was the lowest. Day. So yeah, they're all solid for sure. Yeah. yeah, so these have all been good beers. I mean, you but can't you can't go wrong with either one of them. I'd mm-hmm. take any one of them to bed with me. <laughs> <laughs> Pass I wouldn't out kick... with it and spill on myself. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't kick it out of bed for eating crackers or something. I woke up wet. <laughs> and it wasn't because I pissed myself this it was, time. It smelled Not malty. this time. <laughs> So we have a couple uh, things coming up. Uh, we have pumpkin beers and horror flicks because it's October. Oh shit! Yeah, I love I love both of those. Yes. Yeah, so we're gonna be talking about some of our favorite horror flicks while only sampling a couple of these beers because we want to keep it down to about four beers tops because we want to discuss horror flicks more. That's and uh, that's all I can really confirm right now on as far as dates. So uh, looking forward to everything else coming up. But anyways, uh, so with us today was Blake. Blake, where can people find you on like social medias and groups and whatnot? Um, I'm in beer people. Lots of people know uh, craft beer lovers, um, craft beer junkies. What's Con- your, your untapped? Uh, Blake B23. If anybody wants to add me, okay. Um, wow. th- I'm over a thousand beers on there. Getting close, you know. I always get different beers from everywhere, so. Well, I think I'm at a whopping thirty-one. <laughs> I think we jumped your count up a little bit tonight, did we not? Oh yeah, probably up about seven now. Nice. All right. How about you, Chris? Where people find you? BBR dash Chris on Untapped. Since we're talking about it, never mentioned it before. Um, nice. Lynn Christopher ten twenty three on Instagram. Chris Chelsea at Facebook. Also find me on uh, at Killer Totally for the Totally Killer podcast. Uh, all of our stuff is at Killer Totally on all the uh, social media stuff, and then TotallyKillerPodcast.com. and you can find us on all the social media stuff as well. We just got new shirts released. If you have looked at Facebook, you've seen Chuckleburger Sad Sack shirts and What You Talking About Wilson. That's awesome. <laughs> so, uh, what you talk about Wilson? You can get a hold of us and get some shirts too, man. Um, also, maybe occasionally on uh, 95.9 KRFF on uh, occasional Tuesdays. 
from 5 to 7. You should check out what's really going on with Brian Borud. Occasionally, I pop in there, too. Nice. nice. So check it out. I'm busy. Busy motherfucker. <laughs> How about you, Ernie? Uh, Cross Street. Find you across the street because yeah. you're the neighbor. Oh, you can find me at Dracomrath Brewing, too. All right. I'm going to be the delivery driver for Sam when he starts canning. Excellent. Well, that'll be fun. Looking forward to that one. Do you Bitch. do home deliveries? Like, uh, I need a six-pack of drum light. I do not. But what well, if it's what the fuck way? are you worth then? Jesus. What if it's a 12-pack? Yeah. <laughs> Is there like a certain dollar if man, I'm paying man? extra, If I'm paying extra, we can talk. All right. <laughs> And I'm Knox. You can find me on anything Bruise, Booze, and Reviews related. Uh, email us at bruisebooze at hotmail.com. Don't forget, please, to rate and review us because that's how we get to the top of these yes. search sites. Yeah, man. Uh, a lot of people have been sharing some of our stuff out there and liking our stuff and commenting. Keep but it up. Do all of that. Like, share, comment. Yeah, let us Talk know what about it. Let us know what beers you're drinking and tag us. Tag and us Brews, Booze, and Reviews and let me know what your rate. thoughts are. Please rate. I got yes. tons of beers I could tag you guys on. Do that, man. That'd be great. So uh, Anyway, we, we sort of like you people. Thank you. Cause, yes, because without, without, <laughs> without the listeners, then why the hell are we doing this? Oh, yeah, because we like drinking. to drink. So just like at the end yeah. of every episode, we here at Brews, Booze, and Reviews like to say and tell everybody at home, May your glasses be full and your your spirits high. Cheers! This has been a Predicate Productions episode of Bruise, Booze, and Reviews. If you have any questions or comments, please feel free to email us at bruisebooseandreviews at hotmail.com. We here in the dungeon also want to give thanks to Todd Ruziska and Amy Klein from Beware the Vine for permission to use their song, Sex, Drugs, and Cabaret, off the album of the same name. If you like the song and want to hear more from Beware the Vine, or wish to buy any songs, you can go to cdbaby.com slash cd slash beware the vine and make your purchases there. We also want to give thanks to Ryan Dahl for his fantastic graphic design work in creating our logos. If you like this podcast and want to hear more, please rate and review our podcast. We appreciate the feedback we get from our listeners in helping us make better content for future episodes. On behalf of everyone at Bruce Booze and Reviews, May your glasses be full and your spirits high. Cheers!